0: Hello friends, it's the second Sunday of the new year, hope you are tracking to your resolutions and getting through. This is our episode number three, as a reminder it is part two of initiation, our phase or step one. As a reminder, phase one or step one is initiation or creation. Step two is growth or transformation. Three is service or production or lead. And four is transition or making way to the new. Hopefully you're enjoying all the episodes. As always, please uh, leave your comments, questions, and I'll get back to you as soon as I'm able to. Coming back to this episode... This is about creation or initiation again. Um, Last episode, I was talking about the first call or an inclination or a thought or it could be even a physical call uh, and how at times the seed itself does not know that the purpose uh, or the call and then... Uh, It grows from there. So as part two, uh, I had said I'll cover a little bit about creation and innovation uh, and surrounding areas. As part of it, um, we have a guest. Uh, If you recall, in the first episode, I had talked about my youngest, uh, Jayan, who is also the producer of the show and I refer to him as my inspiration. uh, Inspiration for this podcast and many other things. And he is here as a guest, so I have noted down a set of questions. We'll talk through those, and then I'll come back to um, what uh, initiation is about and then wrap up the episode. So about the guest, um I, I refer to him as my inspiration uh, the reason i refer to him as my inspiration is y- you all know the time we are in in the what everybody refers to as a pandemic and the initial reaction being shutting down and slowing down and 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 getting through this and a lot of uh, anxiety and whatnot. While those are uh, normal and um, definitely something that we are all going through, the reason I call him my inspiration is during the pandemic, although he had to switch to online schooling for a period of time, he did not stay idle. He started a whole set of new things that we'll talk through during the interview and he never uh, has been idle for a a day or a moment and continues to create. And usually we have this conversation with him. I call him the creator, not the destroyer. So with that, Jayan, welcome to our show. Hi. How do you feel about being a a guest or as part of what you are already creating or producing in this podcast?
1: Well, I'm ready to talk about what I've done in the past and it's not very like different than what I do every Sunday because every Sunday I record this podcast but I'm actually talking on it for more than five seconds.
0: Very good. Why don't you tell our audience about yourself, Jayen?
1: Okay, so I'm an indie pop artist from Northern Michigan. I have done a lot of s- projects and worked on projects a lot. I'm a student, obviously. Um, and I think that's all.
0: And if you caught it, he said he's in Northern Michigan. It is very cold here today. And if you want to know how cold it is, Imagining opening the faucet in your house and going to the coldest setting and that water is warm to your hands when you walk from outside into the house. That's how cold it is here. So I just wanted to give you that visualization so you can relate to how cold it is here. But most of the folks here uh, cherish this time as a sport which also, at some point, I'll tie back to our universe phases or steps and how uh, we can uh, learn from it uh, in an in a upcoming episode. So, Jayan, um, I did introduce about the various efforts I had started. You have started multiple things um during the pandemic. So that and that's why I call you a, a creator. So what give us an idea of what all you have started. You did say a podcast, what else?
1: So before COVID nineteen set us in a quarantine, I was doing three musicals at a time. Literally all the time I would do three musicals at a time in my production of Willy Wonka Jr. in a different part of Michigan more southern um it got canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic and so that was very like surreal and after that I went into quarantine I stayed in my house so I decided to launch a virtual theater program for kids where we did improv classes and acting classes just for kids to still have the opportunity and that was in March and April 2020 and then once we moved on me and my friend started a YouTube channel together and we did that for multiple, multiple months. Um, And then I started a clothing company and that is still going on right now. But there's nothing up right now because I have some more projects that we're making clothes for. So that will be coming soon. And then after the clothing company is still going on. And then after that, I started working on my music career. I'm an indie pop artist and i just released my ep always and forever and i'm releasing a lot of stuff this year we have like seven releases in the books for this year and that's a lot for that's like a lot in the music industry we have seven releases coming out this year
0: so so tell me about what is an ep jam
1: so in the music industry there's like mary there's various different projects you can create like a single. An EP, an album, you probably know what an album is and you probably yes. know what a single is. So a single is generally one to three songs in a duration under 20, under not 20, sorry, 10 minutes. An EP is four to six songs, not four to six, but generally just over 10 minutes. And then an album is around 30, 35 minutes, around that length. Oh, I
0: see. So it's between a single and an album.
1: A single and an EP and an album. It's an extended play, is what EP stands extended for. Extended
0: play, got it. Thank you. So wow, that's a lot of things that you have started. Um, I myself remember not knowing what the future is going to bring and having a lot of fear. Uh, but I uh, very we are very proud of you, obviously, for starting these. Uh, you, tell tell us about a little bit about what you said about. Uh, virtual theater or play with your friends. So what, what did you do? I mean, Did you have to get them uh, via Zoom?
1: So we started this virtual theater business type thing called... Originally it was called Doomsicles for Kids and then it was called Virtual Theatrics. And basically what it is is we put on seasonally classes for kids who don't have access to theater in their communities. Um, And we've done multiple classes in the past. We've done acting classes, improv classes, singing classes. Um, We also did classes where the curriculum was based on a musical. Mm. Um, We didn't obviously put on a production of a musical because we didn't have the rights to those musicals, but we... Basically looked at a couple songs from those musicals and like workshopped the kids singing those songs or doing monologues from those musicals and straight plays.
0: Very nice. Thank you. That is uh that is really impressive. What inspired you to get into these? What what is what motivates you?
1: Um I guess I don't let myself ever get bored. and Whenever I'm bored, I start working harder.
0: Okay. That that, that makes sense.
1: Because I thrive in loudness and craziness and a million things going on. That's better for my mental health than just, like, doing nothing all day. When I do nothing all day, my mental health is, like, worse and, like, my mood (laughs) changes. But when, like, I'm doing a bunch of things every day and doing all this stuff, I'm generally, like, have more going on, or when I'm focusing on just one thing all day, and then, like, coming home and being exhausted from that one thing, then I get, like, angry about it, or, like, the day before, I have to go do one thing, like, that's when that happens.
0: Which is what the universe does. The universe is never idle, um, and that is a manifestation of the universe. Again, at a future episode, I'll cover some of it but uh, that makes sense I can relate and understand
1: if you're doing an episode on manifestation I want to be in it <laughs>
0: okay now as part of this uh, there was one more uh, recent experience that I uh, heard learned from you mm-hmm. uh, about licensing rights in um, you refused to act in in a Program because they didn't have the full rights or something like that, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Uh, that shows integrity. Uh, but you said something else about the main reason on how uh, you felt for the original creators of that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you said? Do you want to talk about? Yeah, that?
1: I'll talk about that. So, um, one of the things with, so, if you don't know, virtual musical theater is very popular. There's, like, a million virtual theater companies, but a very big issue throughout these is they're run by, like, children, and a lot of children do not have the money to purchase licensing rights to these musicals, and I feel like it's very inappropriate to produce a musical or play without the rights and have it, like, a worldwide production where it's not only, like, Actually, in any case, I feel like that's very inappropriate, and I was in a virtual musical production of a musical that I'm going to leave the name out of, and with a company that I'm going to leave the name out of, and they were doing this musical, and I found out that the musical musical is still on Broadway and touring. So the rights are not available yet. And so I was like, well, if the rights are not available yet, then that's, like, completely illegal. And that would jeopardize... That would not only jeopardize me, but it would also jeopardize them. And the original creators of the musical, I don't want their writing, their music. Because I know what it's like to work your... and Work so hard to make something and make an entire, like, project of music just for... It to be reproduced and stolen like that. Because I actually had an experience with a distributor. Where I actually lost an album that I made. I made an album and it was taken away from me when I left them. And they automatically left it because in the original agreement it did not state that if I ever left it would be taken away. And then that album was taken away from me. And I didn't know about that that would be happening if I left them. So I know what it's like and so I felt like it was violating my own morals and principles to be taken away from the creators of this musical. And they're very well-respected. This musical is like the title of Broadway. Like it's very, very popular. It's very, very mainstream.
0: Um, that's that's what inspired me and intrigued me the most. Uh, the rights and all of those, yes, they are important, but the way you approached it on um, how it is, uh, if I may paraphrase it to say unfair, to the uh, original authors, that that intrigued us a lot. Um, then I also um, had a recent uh, experience with you about social media. There's a lot of uh, bad things that are um, said about social media. It's not good and stay away. But you did, I'm sure you remember this. Learned something in one of the social media channels about peanut butter and how to extract every single oh, drop yeah. of it from it. So, I mean, your thoughts on social media, uh, um, what, what do you think it is, and, and what's your viewpoints on it?
1: I think social media can be a very bad thing, but also a very good thing. I think it depends on how you spend your time on social media, because... There's a very big issue on social media. Well, I'll talk about the good side first. Let's focus on the optimism. Um, so there was a TikTok trend back when quarantine started first. And there was many TikTok trends during quarantine about, like, reproducing materials and recycling. I thought that was a very cool side. Um, also, people were doing, like, skincare and how to treat your skin right. I thought that was very cool to, like, try and teach people to take care of themselves in the times that we were going through. And teach people how to like get the most out of products that you buy in case you can't go to the store because you're in quarantine. So one of the hacks was if you take a jar of peanut butter and you spin it around, like all of the peanut butter extracts and like it, there's, it like spreads out and there's more peanut butter. And so I tried it and I showed it to my dad and he was like, oh, that is so cool. Um, So yeah, the bad part of social media, I feel like is not teenagers, literally anyone. This can happen to anyone. Um, there's a big problem with comparison on social media because a lot of people don't truly show on social media what they're going through. Most people don't cry on the internet and YouTube videos and pictures. Some people do. I actually used to support someone. Um, I I used to like really support someone be a huge fan of someone who would like cry and tell most of their problems to the internet, which there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not shaming them for doing that. I feel like that's a better way to connect with people. But like, I'm not shaming them and then there's people who don't show anything at all and it it seems as though their life is flawless and they have no struggles and they have no conflict and they're like the perfect they're the perfect family um they're an amazing person they're just not they their kids never get in trouble like it's just like flawless and there's also teenagers who they post pictures of them like going out and doing stuff with their huge group of friends, driving around, stopping places. And there's a big problem with teenagers scrolling on social media and seeing these other teenagers and kind of just falling into a black hole of comparison and jealousy and anger and grief and, like, comparing themselves to these people. Another bad side of social media is if if you have a bunch of posts... I've done this before, I'm guilty of doing this, but I have one time looked through all of my Instagram posts and archived all of the ones that I did not think I looked good in. And that's unhealthy too, because you're just reflecting on this stuff. And like, what are you gaining out of that experience? You're literally gaining nothing. You're just like reflecting on bad features of yourself by archiving all the posts where you quote-unquote don't look good in and so that's another problem with social media there's a lot of problems with social media but social media can also be a very good thing i think different apps and social media have different bad things and good things um the app tiktok i try not to use i have like a screen time limit for that app on my phone because the app is very addictive um because you can sit there and scroll for hours because you only see um, fifteen second to... Thir- no, actually, once... No, five seconds to three-minute videos. And you can be scrolling there for hours and be like, oh, they're only 15 seconds each. And then all of a sudden, you'll look at the clock and it'll be like seven hours later and you've been scrolling on oh TikTok my. for seven hours. Versus where YouTube, if you go on there and watch a 20-minute video, you will be done at the end of that 20-minute video. That's not guaranteed, but most of the time, you are done after watching that 20-minute video. You got in all of the things you need. Um, But on TikTok especially, that's a big problem. Um, There's a lot of bad messages sent through TikTok too. Um, There was like an issue with gun violence on TikTok. That's not a good thing. They shouldn't be spreading that information. And all apps can generally spread that information. And I think that's not a good thing. So there's many dangers to social media, but there's also a lot of good aspects of social media.
0: Understood. Thanks for sharing that. Um maybe let's switch over to a little bit about uh your passion. What what are you most passionate about, JM?
1: Well, ever since I was I could talk pretty much. All I wanted to do was just sing. Like, I don't even like I don't know. That's all I want to do with my life. All I want to do is sing. Like, even if it's in my closet, I just want to sing. Or in the shower. Like, I just want to sing. Um, No matter where it is. Like, I don't even care if, like, it's for winning an award. Or, like, being on Broadway. Or, like, getting all this. Like, I just want to sing, sing. by myself. And listen to myself sing. Because I love doing that. Um, um, I, Some of my other passions are, like, helping spread messages that will eventually help people um i know i've done a lot of work in activism and like told people to not do this tell people to do this and a bunch of stuff like that obviously they don't have to follow what i say that's not their responsibility but i'm just spreading the word out there to them i have multiple passions like i'm one of those people with like fleeting passions where you have like one left and right like i i could probably get passionate about anything If I really wanted to, um, except for like some things. Actually, no, I just lied. I can't get passionate about some things. Like there's many things that I will never be able to be passionate about because I just can't find a way to enjoy it.
0: (laughs) Understood. Ah. Now you, that reminded me, you also filed for a copyright for... One of your one of your creations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have it right here, the paperwork. Anyways, oh got it. That's what I was showing you. What is he eating? He's just sniffing around. Sorry, my dog is walking around my room. Can you put him on the bed? Yes. Thank you.
0: Um. And do you plan on getting more copyrights? And do you think that's beneficial?
1: Um, I copy, okay, so basically me and one of my friends made a screenplay, and we were planning on, like, pitching it to networks and all that, a, TV- a television pilot screenplay, and we were going to pitch it to networks and agents and all of that, but eventually different things, like, seized that. There was a lot of conflict, not between us, but, like, in our lives that, like, stopped that. So that ended, but I think copyright, um, I don't know. I feel like it's a very useful thing. I mean, some people out there just want to, like, steal from you. So, like, you definitely, I'd say if you're making any type of work that, I don't know. I don't know if I'm educated enough to speak on this, but Mm. if you're making any type of work Mm. that you plan to take even further in your life and establish it for many, many, many years. Yeah. Then I'd say invest in copyright. It's not too expensive, but, like, just get it. If you're planning on working on it for, like, ten years, five years, four years, anything longer than, like, two years you're working on, like, making it, I'd say get a copyright. But I don't know. I'm not educated enough. I don't think you should take my advice on that. But um, there's a lot of... Look on YouTube for that. YouTube will give you the answers. Or just Google.
0: Mm. Got it. Um, only two more. Um, giving back. Um, what are your views on giving back to the society or community? And um, I remember one of the performance or some uh, proceedings from one of the efforts you did. There was something that was given back mm yeah or or go ahead thank you
1: so um obviously in our world there's a lot of hate towards other people just because of their different race their different ideas like there's a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot of hate obviously you know that so um my ep always and forever um some of the proceeds are being donated to stop aapi hate Because I just think that we should live in a world where just because someone is a different um, ethnicity than you doesn't mean you should hate them, which is basic. That's like, that's the bare minimum that humans need to believe. So a percentage of my proceeds from Always and Forever are being donated to the Stop AAPI Hate organization. Um... Another way I've done that is on Instagram bios or TikTok bios, I will promote and, like, do raising money for the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project is a great organization to donate to. It helps homeless, LGBTQ plus, IAP plus youth get homes. Um, I also raise money on, like, Instagram bios and TikTok bios and, like, different, like, the proceeds for change for the Black Lives Matter movement after the whole George Floyd incident so yeah I do a lot oh and I also um raised money for the actors fund when we did me and my friend did a Halloween cabaret where we featured like different Halloween musical songs that was a fundraiser for the actors fund and we like promoted donating to the actors fund um so that way we could give back to those actors who are put out of work due to the COVID-19 pandemic
0: wow that is that is awesome And the final question of this uh, episode. If you were king for a day, JN, what would you like the world to look like? Um, I
1: want the world... I don't know, there's a lot of stuff that I would change. I think, (laughs) like, there's a lot of stuff I would change. I think that people... I, f- um, I think everybody should become a fan of Harry Styles because his song, Treat People With Kindness, is one of my favorite songs. um And I think the world needs to hear that song and, like, use that song in their life because Harry Styles just spreads so much optimism through his album, Fine Line, especially in the song, Treat People With Kindness. He, like, talks about optimism and, like, being happy about everything and making people's days, like, generally just a little bit better every day, I think. I think everybody should listen to that song and, like, implement that in their daily life. Um, I also want people, I also want different aspects of society to change and people to start, lo- realize more things about teenagers and mental health, but, yeah.
0: Very good. Thank you, Jayin, for your time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we appreciate you being part of this episode. Um... Just to to recap and um, wrap this episode up, the reason we went through this is, and I had handpicked these questions, um, is to get some idea and aspects of creators or innovators uh, in the business world. Number one uh, that came to my mind is about integrity. Creators or innovators have a lot of integrity. They take pride in identifying something that is uh, their own and new and at the same time respect uh, what has already been created. That's generally a true innovator. Usually um, they they take a lot of uh, pride in. Uh, integrity and following through that the like second... harry
1: that's like harry styles and taylor swift you just described
0: okay. them oh got it the second one is about uh passionate creators are innovators are very passionate in the area that they innovate in and there's a, a uh, at a future episode, at uh, a future date, I'll cover a little bit more about that. Um, it's sort of the fuel for what is coming. So without passion, which is driven by purpose, in turn, that passion is what drives towards all kind of innovation. And this is universal. You can take any innovator, any leading Uh, Creator and you'll find that they are passionate about something number three is um, Yeah about um, Opinionated they are very opinionated about What they believe in and the area and what they would like to do? That's what drives innovation Um, again, this applies pretty much uh, in many of the innovators and creators that you've seen, they have very strong opinions about how things should work and that's what in turn leads to creation. And last but not the least, um, they don't look for appreciation. Innovators, um, unlike um, others, um, non-innovators, I mean, uh, don't look for appreciation. Yes, they may go after uh, seeking feedback and and whatnot above and beyond their opinions. <laughs> their strong opinions. Um, but they don't go they are not driven by appreciation. They are not driven by the number of likes um, or um, hearts or any of those. They are driven mm-hmm. by they have a cause. And they go after the cause with an integrity and passion Mm. and their opinion. Mm. And then use any of those likes and others as possible feedback, maybe, to whether their innovation works or not. What may appear as uh, appreciation is really a confirmation, a validation of uh, that you are serving and meeting the needs um, of it could be a fan it could be the consumers or customers any of those so with that um we are coming to the end of this episode hopefully this helped you relate and connect and um, uh, make some notes if necessary on innovation and and um, and what drives them and how um you can maybe innovate something for your own uh, area, work, business, um, and, and, uh, and start leading. That's all for this episode. Uh, we'll catch up soon. Thank you.